begin the Gemara today on Daf Zayin Amit Beis, the last few words. So the Gemara brought before a Pasik, which said, if you look a few lines up, in Keya HaBarzal, if you have the Barzal, metal is very, very dull. V'hulay Panim Kilkil, it's a continuation of the Pasik, then it says in the Pasik, V'chayolim Yegaber, so the Shlakish has a different drasha for this Pasik than what the Gemara said before. The Shlakish Amr Shlakish says, M'ri'isa Talmud, if you see a student learning Teireh, that his learning is so difficult for him, like a piece of metal that's dull, that can't be used, that can't cut. Because his learning is not organized for him. He doesn't, like Rashi says, he doesn't remember what he learns. He makes mistakes when he learns. He confuses the halachas and he asks questions and he's gay, gay, he can't learn properly. So, Shanema, the Pasuk says, what's the reason for this? that is, and he can't, he can't learn properly. Panim kilkel, the the proper the halachas of the the is that he learns is kilkel. He ruins it. He doesn't get it. Ma'itakante, what should he do? Yarbe yeshiva, he should make a lot of time to sit in the yeshiva with other talmidim, with friends, to learn Torah together with them. Shenema, as the pasuk continues and says, ve'chayolim yegaber. Chayalim, many other soldiers, many other people, he should be strong with them, he should uh, add. That's going to help him to, to do chazareh, to learn again, to organize his learning. And the Pasuk continues, V'Yisrein heichshir chachmeh, what does this mean? Kol shekeim, most definitely, im mishnasei sedurulei meikare, that if he's able to um, have the, all his learning to be organized from the beginning, which is what V'Yisrein means, V'Yisrein, that the a greater advantage is, is heichshir chachmeh, that if he can organize and have it all prepared, the chachmeh from the beginning, so then he's able to then go and learn deeper and deeper. Like we find what Ishlakish did. He would organize and review the Mishnayis 40 times. Corresponding to the 40 days that Ebesha gave the Teireh. And only after that, did he come to Rabbi Yechenin to hear the deeper things that are benegated to these Mishnayis? Like the Grashi says, he came to Rabbi Yechenin to then learn Gemara. But first, he made sure that he knew the Mishnah clearly after reviewing it 40 times. Similar, Avada Barava, Mesad Masnisen, Esrim Varba Zimdim. Avada Barava would review the Mishnah 24 times. Keneged Teir Nevi'im Maksuvim, corresponding to Teir Nevi'im Maksuvim, which has 24 Svarim. And then, Vaila Kamede Rava, then he came in to Rava to learn deeper. Rava, Omar Rava said, Imreisa Talmud, Imreisa Talmud, if you see a student, that his learning is tough for him, he is, he is having difficulty like a piece of metal. And what is the reason? And the reason is because his teacher is not being good to him, his teacher is not teaching him properly. In other words, the, the teacher sees something in the student that he doesn't want to teach him. Shanema, like we see here in this Pasik, and he can't learn because Panim Kilkel, because the, his teacher that's teaching him, the relationship of the teacher and the student has been, has been ruined. How should he fix this? He should bring many friends that should go to his teacher to appease the teacher that he should want to come and teach the student again. Shanem, as the Pasuk says, that many, uh, many chayolim, many soldiers should come and you should add and bring, they should speak to the teacher. And the Pasuk says, there's a greater advantage of hachshir chachma. What does this mean? Most definitely, most definitely, if you make sure that your behavior, your actions should be fitting in front of your teacher, right from the beginning, that your teacher should want to teach you from the first place, so then that's even better. 
What's the meaning of the Pasuk that it says? If the snake bites you, beloy lochash. And beloy lochash, you're not uh, davening. So there's no advantage to the one that has a tongue to daven if he doesn't daven. So what does this mean? If you see a generation that the sky it becomes darkish, it becomes like uh, when you have metal that becomes rusty, so it gets like a color like copper, which means that it's rusty in the sense that there's no use, it's, it, 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 it's no useful, it's no rainier. Like, there's no rain that comes down. Reason is because all those people that know how to daven, which when you daven Shemeneseri, you daven quietly as Rashi brings, so you don't have those loich shelichishes that know how to daven properly in the generation. So then, what should you do? So you have to go to somebody that does know how to daven. As the Pasuk says, Yagid, this is a Pasuk in a different place, Yagid Olav Reyoy that his friend will come and speak for you and daven for you. This refers to davening. Then when the Pasuk before continued and said, There's no advantage to the one that has a tongue, to the one that has a mouth to be able to daven. What does this mean? Someone that knows how to daven, and he doesn't. So what benefit does he have? And if he does try to daven and he sees that Ebesh is not answering him, so what do you do? So you go to the chassid in the generation, and he will go and daven for you. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, that he commanded him, that he should daven for you. The expression of pgia means davening. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, don't daven for them, and do not beg me, do not daven to me. So we see that the word tivga means to daven. Here, uh, same pasuk we had yesterday. Yeah, the, here this is this is the Gemara that is, that's the source that if a person has any matzav that he's in. So what do you do? You go to the chassid shabedar. You go to a rebbe that the rebbe should daven to you. Vim lochash also be yadai. Now what happens if he davens and it's successful? The Ebesher listens to him. Umegiz daytayolov. But then if the person becomes a balgaiva, he is, feels a holiness that oh look what I accomplished. Maybe afloilom. So then the person can bring anger into the world. Shanama the Pasik says, Mikne af. Mikne af al oila. Which means that you can acquire, you can bring af Davish's anger for what? Al oila. Because you're going up. Because if the person goes up, he has gaiva through his davening, so then it brings Davish's anger into the world. Rava Marava said, Shnei Tamidi Chachomim Shayeshvim Bi'ir Achas. If you have two Tamidi Chachomim that are living in the same city. And they're not calm or they're not peaceful and they're not sharing with one another when it comes to halacha. They're fighting with one another. So they get the Abish's anger, the Abish's kinna that comes to them. With the Abish's anger, the mikna af is the Abish's kinna with af. And this it brings it upon them. Shanema mikna af al oila. The mikna, the, 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 the kin of the Ebishtha, the anger of the Ebishtha, al oila comes upon them. Amir Eishlokish, Eishlokish says, my dechsev, what what's the pshat in the Pasuk where it says? Imishach, again, the same Pasuk, a few pshat in there. My dechsev, imishach, anachash, beloi lochash, tzvein yisra, and labala loshen. What happens is, la'asad lavai, when Mashiach will come, miskaptzois, uboys, kolachayis, etzel anachash. All of the animals will come to the snake. And they say to the snake as follows, The lion attacks 
and it eats immediately when it attacks. Ze'ev toirev v'aychol. And a wolf also attacks, and it's toirev v'aychol. Rashi says toirev v'aychol means it doesn't eat in the right there where it attacks, because it's afraid of other animals. So it pulls it into its own private place, and there it eats. But atta, but you the snake, when you bite someone, ma no yesh lecha. What benefit, what, how do you derive any pleasure just from biting someone? So the snake responds and says, yeah, it's true. And the same thing is also, The same thing is also true that there's no advantage to someone that says Lashon Hara. person that says Lashon Hara, what does he gain out of it? It's a kind of a taiva, it's a kind of a thing that you do that you don't gain out of it anything either. Abishu does not listen to the davening of a person. Unless he puts his soul into his palms. What this means is, if you have kavon and davening, like when a person davens, the expression that's always used in the Pasuk is, a person picks up his palms to Hashem. So if it's not just your hands, but it's, it's also your heart is there, your nefesh. Shanem, as the Pasuk says, Nisa levaveinu, we lift up also our hearts, el kapoyim, to the same place where we lift up our hands. Only then does the Abish to listen to a person's davening. Frek, the Gemara, Aini, is this true? But Vaha'oikim, Shmuel, Amoire, Aleo, Shmuel came and told an Amoire to darshan on this, Vidodash, and he darshan regarding this subject. What did he say? Vaifatu, Bifiem, Bubul, Shaina. They persuaded the Abisha with their mouth and their tongue. Again, Bifiem with their mouth, they daven. Ubul, Shaina, Yachazvuloi. With their tongue, they're, they're, being with, they're coming with falsehood to the Abisha. Why? Because Vilibam, Lenoch, and Imai. Even though they're davening, but their heart is not really fully there. And they're not faithful to the Ebishter's bond. And nevertheless, what does the Pasuk say with their Vaiter and Tilim? The Ebishter is nevertheless merciful and he still forgives for the sins. So we see that the Ebishter answers a person when he davens, even if he's not fully sincere. And for the Gemara, it's no question. There's a difference if a person is davening himself. So then the only time David listens is if he has the proper kavana. And kam betzibur. If a person davens betzibur, so then even if he doesn't have a full heart, David still will listen to him. Amir Abami, Rabami said, The rain does not come down. Only because those people that are honest and faithful to the words that they say. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, MS Me'eretz Titzmach, that there's truth that, that sprouts from the earth here below. In other words, a person that's truthful to his word. And then, Vitzedek Mishamayim Nishkov, the Tzedek that comes from heaven, which is the rain that comes down. said, come and see, How great are those people that keep their word? Minayin, from where do I know this? Michulde from the weasel and the pit. Now this is a story, the Gemara doesn't bring the story, Rashi Taisis bring the story. There was once a person that met a girl and said to her that I'm, I'm going to marry you. And she said to him, how can I trust you that you're actually going to marry me? So she said, look, there's nobody here, but there's a weasel here and there's a, a pit here. They can serve as the two witnesses that were going to marry you. What happened? One day later on, this guy went and married someone else. Then he gives birth to one child, he gives birth to another child. One child was killed by a, by a chulda, and another child fell into a pit. So his wife asks him, what happened? What's this, why is this happening to us? And now the husband reveals the story that the chulda and the boyer were the witnesses for the fact that he was supposed to marry someone else. And Taisu says that the continuation of the story is that the person was forced, he gave his, his wife a get, and uh, he went and got married to the original uh, girl that he said that he would marry her. So over here you see from this boyer uh, and the chulda, the weasel and the pit, what it means that a, when a person gives his word, he should keep his word. 
So now, if you're talking about a person that places a chulda and a bird to be the witnesses, so he has to follow through. Most definitely, when a person gives his word and the Eivishter is the witness that he's going to keep his word, most definitely he has to see to it to follow through what he says. A person that comes and makes himself righteous here below, a person is doing tshuva here below. The Eivishter comes and is matzdik all of a sudden, which means the Eivishter comes and starts looking very particularly into the person's actions from above. Rashi explains, once a person starts doing tshuva, the Eivishter wants to cleanse you completely. So when your when person is not doing tshuva, the Eivishter doesn't look so in detail in what the person is doing. But once you're starting to do tshuva, the Eivishter wants you to go all the way, so then the Eivishter starts looking very in detail to elevate you even higher. Shanama, we learn it from the same Pasik, MS, may eretz titzmach. When a person has the truth that's sprouting from below, meaning he's doing tshuva from below, so then, vitzedek mishamayim nishkov. So then you have tzedek that comes from shamayim. So Rashi says tzedek does not mean righteousness in the sense of tzedek. Tzedek is right, but tzedek means justice. That the Ebishter then is medactic with the person. The Ebishter then looks at the person more particularly to, to, to elevate him even higher. There's another Pasuk that says, The more fear, the more a person does tshuva, and he has fear from the Eibishter, so then the anger of the Eibishter can be awakened more. Why? Because now the Eibishter is looking more particularly at the actions of the person. He wants to awaken him even more, so the Eibishter notices more what the person is doing. Shlokish says, I learned it from this Pasuk. <coughs> the Pasuk says, You met someone that's joyous. Tzedek. And he does good things. He does mitzvahs. In your ways, you remember the Eibishter. That the Eibishter gets angry at him. And he sins. That through this, through this, that the Eibishter gets angry at him, this is how he gets saved by the Eibishter. So the point of this Pasuk is that when a person is doing tzedek, which means that he's, that he's doing tzedek and mitzvahs, so then the Eibishter brings upon him sort of an anger that the person should realize that it's not enough, that he can go a step further, that he should be elevated even more. And through this, vini v'sheya, that's how the person comes to the full salvation. Om Rabbi ben Levi, from this Pasuk we learn another thing. That kol a person that accepts pain in this world with happiness, Shabbanal, that come upon him, maybe Yeshua Lailam. He brings salvation into the world. Shanema Behem, Shanema, the Pasuk over here says, Bahem. With this pain that Abisha brings on a person and he accepts it with, with Simcha, Oilam Vinivasheya. As the Pasuk began over here, Pagata Sas. And the said that the person accepts this with Sas, with Simcha, so Oilam Vinivasheya. He brings the Yeshua into the world. What's the pshat in the pasuk where it says the Eibushter withholds from the heaven, which means when the rain is being held up in the heavens, and the rain to come down. It's like a woman that's in labor but's not giving birth. And said in the name of The Torah uses the terminology of holding up when it comes to rain. And by a woman, it also says the same expression. As we bring it, it uses this expression by a woman giving birth. The Debishta held up, the Debishta closed up from all the wombs from giving birth. This is when the Avisara was by the house of Avimelech, and the Debishta then punished them all. 
And the Nemra Atzirah B'Gishamim. And it says the same expression by the rain. The Chsev And also the comparison of rain and a woman giving birth is in other aspects as well. Nemra laid the Bish. By a woman, the expression is birth. Venema laid the B'Gishamim. By rain as well, it's birth, right? We had this before that the earth and the rain is like a husband and wife, right? So when, the, when it rains, it's like a birth. The Chsev Atar Vatelet Bain. A woman is pregnant and then gives birth. And when Emma laid the big shaman, by the rain it uses the term birth, that the earth gives birth and it grows. Another thing, Nema Pekida Bisha. When a woman gives birth, the Taita uses the expression Pekida, that Abisha remembers her. And it also says regarding rain that Abisha remembers. Nema Pekida Bisha. By a woman, it says the expression of Pekida Dechsev Hashem, Pokada Sada. Abisha remembers Sada. Nema Pekida Bikshamim. Regarding rain, it says the term Pekida Dechsev, Pokadeta Haoretz. You remember the earth, Vatesheke Keha. And you brought rain to it, Rabbas, Ta'ashreno, and you brought the riches to it, Peleg, Elikim, Mole, Mayim. A lot of rain. So now the Gemara explains, once it brought this Pasik, Mai, Peleg, Elikim, Mole, Mayim. What does this expression mean, Peleg, Elikim? So the Gemara says, Tana, we learned, Kimin, Kuba, Yesh, Perekiah. There's this tent, there's like a tent that exists up in heaven that contains rain in it. Shemimena, Gishamim, Yaitzim. From there, the rain comes out. What's the Pshat in the Pasuk where it says that if it's coming down like a rod, which means it's coming down, the rain is coming down with a force. If it comes down to the land. If it comes with kindness, the Abishra will make it found for you. It's a Pasuk in Eve. So what does this Pasuk mean? It's all regarding rain. If the rain is coming down strong, heavy, too heavy, like a rod, so then, in order that it shouldn't ruin and affect the things in the field, Ebishter makes that that type of rain should only come down in the hills and the mountains, not where there's the fields. If the rain comes down with kindness, so then So Ebishter brings it into the land, into the place where there's fields and vineyards, that it should be useful. In Lashavit, another Pshat in this Pasuk is, if it comes down strong like a rod, so then Lili Lonis, that's brought on the trees that could handle such heavy rain. In Laartsai, but if it's coming down to the fields, Lizraim, it means to the place where there are seeds and there is the grain growing in the field, so over there it could only handle a lighter rain. Im lechesed, and then it says that there's the rain, which is a chesed, which is a kindness. What does this mean? Yamtzieyu b'iris shichin This is the rain that comes into the pits, into the caves, and so on, where you have the rainwater that's stored over there for drinking water. In the generation of Rabshmo Banachmeni, havakafna meisne. So there were two things that they were dealing with. On one hand, there was a uh, hunger and there was no rain, and also there was a plague, people were dying. So Amri, they said, Hey Chinabit, what should we do? Neboyer Achmi Atarti, Tadavin, at the same time for both of them, Lo Yefsheh. That we can't, as the Gemara will soon bring, why not? Ela Liboyer Achma Maisana. So between the two, the hunger and the plague, so the fact that people are dying, that's, that's obviously a bigger issue. So let's daven for the people that are dying. And the Kafna Nizbal and the hunger will have to handle it Meanwhile, and then later we'll daven for that. <coughs> That's what they originally said. So Hamulu Rab Shmuel ben Achmeni. Rab Shmuel ben Achmeni said, "No, it's not so." Let's daven for the fact that there's a hunger that they should give rain, should give parnasah. Because if the Eved is giving parnasah, the rain or parnasah, so the Eved is giving it for the people to live. 
So that will automatically cover both. That once the Ebeshe gives the Parnassah, that means it will keep the people alive. So, the Ebeshe gives it for the people that are living. As the Pasuk says, The Ebeshe opens up his hands, which is the Parnassah that he gives, and he satisfies who? For all those that are living. So if you daven for the rain, for the Parnassah, automatically the people will live. But now the Gemara explains, <coughs> How do we know that we can't daven for the two things at the same time? Because the Pasuk says, And we will fast, we'll daven by the Fundei for this. So what do we see? So we see that there was another issue that, there were, that they had, but they say, let's daven first for this. So you can only daven for one thing at a time. And they said, I learned it out from this passage. That we beg mercy from the Ebishter in heaven. On this, uh, on this thing that we're dealing with. Raza, the translation of Raza. On this, on this thing. Huh? On this secret that, uh, that we have to daven for, that's what they daven for. So so we see that there was something else also, and they're saying, we're going to daven now for this. In the times of Rabzeire, there was a decree that the, uh, the Romans, I guess, or whoever then was, they, they made a decree. And the Gazer, the Gzeire was, that, that they should, Yidin should not establish any fasts. Because when Yidin fast, so then they bring down a brach into the world. So they, they made a decree that the Yidin shouldn't fast. So Rab Zayde said when it came a situation that Yidin had to fast for something, whether it was for rain or something else, and there was a decree that Yidin are not allowed to fast, so Rab Zayde said, let's make that hachlata, let's accept upon us ourselves to fast. And then when this decree will be annulled and we'll be able to fast, in other words, the decree of the Romans, that is, and then we'll be able to fast, and then we'll, we'll fulfill, we'll, be able, we'll fast then. How do you know this? That just by accepting to fast, and you don't fast yet, that itself is effective. So he answered the chsiv because it says, Don't be afraid, Daniel. From the first day that you gave it to your heart, to understand all this, to fast for the Ebishtah, your words were heard. So even just when he decided in his heart to fast, from then the Ebishtah says, I'm going to listen to your words. Yeah, so here, this, I mean, the Rebbe quoted this in you many, many times. But here you see that when a person makes a achlata teva, even before you actually fulfill it, but if you make a achlata teva with a full heart, that itself already brings the Yeshua. Even if it's years, like the years that it was, in the times of Eliyo and Navi, when there was no rain. And if it comes and it rains on an Erev Shabbos, so if it rains then on an Erev Shabbos, so it's not a sign of a blessing, it's a sign of a, of a klala. Which means even in the time, in the generation of Eliyahu and Novi, when it didn't rain for many years and they really needed the rain. But if it rains in a time period where they can't go out into the field and plant, they're busy going to buy things for Shabbos and they, can't, they don't have any use from the rain. So the rain then is a sim klala. So similar to what we had before regarding the place where the rain comes, has to come in the right place, same thing also when it get to the timing. Huh? Oh, when the right time it says Friday night, Wednesday night, yeah. So this is what Rabbi Bashila says that sometimes the timing of the rain shows that the rain is something negative. That that sometimes the day of rain is harsh. 
like the day of judgment that Abish is coming and judging people. So just like Rashi says, Yaimedina means just like on a Monday and a Thursday. When people gather and then uh, there's a lot of people and for the, uh, then, and that's such a kind of a day, the rain is not good. You don't need the rain because people are busy then. Same thing also on a Friday. People have to go out to the store and buy things. They don't need rain then. They need rain in other times for the field. But the time when people are busy, it's not a time for the rain. Similar to this, says, If not for the fact that the creations, people need rain for the fields, for the produce to grow, I would have to the Abishad that he should annul the rain because rain could also be a huge disturbance for people that have to travel and people that have to go outside. Rabbi Yitzchak also said, When it's a very nice and sunny day on Shabbos, This is a righteousness for the poor people that, are, that can sit out in the sun and they have pleasure from this sun that they can warm themselves up from. Even though they usually they're cold and they can't warm themselves up. Shanam the Pasik says, that the sun shines to those that fear my name. Shemesh The sun is at Stokka and it's a healing. Um, Rabbi, Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak said, Godl the day when there's rain is so great. We had the Gemara before, this, this whole sugi started with this concept of how great the day of rain is. It's a day like Tchiyas HaMesim and so on. So Gemara says, the day of rain is so great, that even the coins that you have in your pocket, which means those things that you do in business that are not directly related to the rain. It gets blessed on such a day. Like we said, we had before, the day of rain is a day of, uh, of Yeshua, the Malachim Lamaila, go to Kop to be Malamet Schus for the Eden. So, same thing when you get to the investments, the things that a person does with his money, a day of rain is a day of blessing. Shanam, the Pasik says, The Abisha gives you the rain in its time. The Abisha benches on that day, not only the, where the rain comes in the field, but the rain benches everything you do. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said, the bracha of the Ebesh is not found only in something which is, uh, which is, which is um, hidden. It's concealed from the eyes. As the Apostle says, the Ebesh commands that the bracha should come with you. Samecha literally means the things that you have or your storage. But over here, the Tmar is teaching, means something that's concealed from the eye. Similar thing, the rain only comes to something which the eyes of the person do not show uh, it, do not rule, do not see it. Samecha also means the things that are hidden in the storage and therefore the person's eyes doesn't see it. That's where the bracha of the Ebishta comes. Mm-hmm. It's connected to the concept of Ayin Hora. Only something where there's hidden from the eyes, that's where the Ebishta's bracha comes. A person that comes into his granary and he comes to measure how much he has. He says, David should send a bracha in the actions of my hands. So he says this bracha, it's really a tefillah that you say to David. It's mashman the lashon the gemara that you say this b'shem or malchus Hashem alekeinu. His chilamod, but once he already started measuring, so then Oimer he says baruch hashelech bracha bekriyaze. Blesses the Eibusher that send the bracha in this kri in this granary over here. Madad va'achekach birich. 
if he already measured everything and then he benches the Ebeshter, raise the Tefillah Shav. So what he benched the Ebeshter, where he's really davening, he's asking the Ebeshter to send him a bracha, his davening is going to be worthless. Why? Because the bracha of the Ebeshter is not found, not with something that you already weighed, not with something that you measure, not with something that you count, something that's concealed from the eyes, something that a person is not constantly counting, measuring and so on. So then that's, uh, there's no, in, uh, in my, uh, um, I inherited there, and that's that, that's where the blessing of the Abish that comes to the person.